Good evening and welcome to another episode of Tailboard Meetings with Jesus podcast. This is going to be episode 41 as we continue our lessons on the commands of Christ. Like Derek told you last week, we're going to be spending several weeks um, in these commands of Christ. And I think it's going to be a really good study. But we're going to move on and we're going to start uh, look at the introduction here. You know, many instructors have challenged his or her students uh, to take what they have learned in the classroom and apply it to their in their fire service career or emergency services career, whatever it might be. In fact, instructors regularly encourage their students to see if what they have taught really works. And this can be done with any tool or any type of anything that you've learned in your career. But let's talk about our SCBA for a little bit, our self-contained breathing apparatus. Some of the the first lessons that we learned from our SCBA is what it protected you from. It protected you from the smoke, from uh, breathing in toxic uh, gases. Back in the day, the... Uh, Instructors wanted the students to learn what the consequences was for not wearing them. So there's been a time or two um, I can remember early, early on in my career. Um, there were some instructors that would take you in a, a live burn or take you in a burn building. And you'd sit there and you'd watch the fire build and burn and the way it banked down and all that but yet you wouldn't have your air pack on and the smoke would start getting a little thicker and you might get to coughing a little bit or, or get to gagging a little bit or, or whatever. So you learn what the consequences of not wearing your mask was. So then you learn how to use the mask and uh, how to become proficient in its use. And when we receive, uh, when you receive your assignment or, um, you got your first job uh, in your career department or, um, you know, you got released to wear the, the air pack if you're a volunteer and you knew how it worked. You knew what to expect. You knew how, um, how it worked. You knew uh, what would happen if you didn't wear it. So then you would put into practice what you had learned. And the more we use it in real life, the more proficient we become. And then it uh, actually becomes second nature. So Jesus taught us, uh, his disciples, how to pray and made it a command, a commanded duty in Matthew 6, 5 through 15. When we pray as God has taught us, he is honored and we shall be rewarded. So what is the definition of prayer? Prayer is the art of talking to God. We can talk directly to God because of the completed work of Jesus Christ who intercedes on our behalf. So getting into our lesson, we're going to talk about repent. The command, Matthew 7, verses 7 and 8 say, Ask and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, 
and the door will be open to you. For everyone who asks receives, the ones who seeks finds, and the one who knocks, the door will be open. This is a call to action by Christ, like a conditional covenant. This call to action should stir believers to fulfill Christ's commands and reap the rewards. Choosing to do nothing will ultimately lead to reaping the rewards of the practice, nothing. We should expect God to do something in our life each day. Prayer is how we let God know what is on our mind. The reward is open to any believer who chooses to obey the commands. The command comes on the heels of our Lord teaching us to pray. So I challenge you to review Matthew chapter 6 verses 5 through 15 to understand how Jesus wants us to pray. So Luke eleven nine tells us, And I tell you, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and it will be opened to you. So let's dig a little bit deeper into this. The passage deals with an exhortation or a persuasion to persistent prayer. All three imperatives are present tense, which indicates to the believer that we should be in the state of continual prayer and not just a one and done prayer. Matthew Henry writes this, Here's a precept in three words to the same pulpit. Ask, seek, knock. That is in one word. Pray, pray often, pray with sincerity and seriousness. Pray and pray again. Make conscious of prayer and be content in it. Make a business of prayer and be earnest in it. As a beggar continually asks for food, work, or money, we shall be asking our Heavenly Father our request. Remember, it brings him honor because we admit we cannot accomplish something, but he can. So ask represents our desire for God to support us in some way. Knock, we are asking to enter God's abode. And then seek, desire to find something of great value. So as we get ready to close, let's look at a few other verses here. Uh, John fifteen seven tells us that if you abide in me and my words abide in you, ask whatever you wish and it will be done for you. First Thessalonians five seventeen tells us to pray without ceasing. First Timothy two verses one through four tells us, first of all, then I urge that supplications, prayer, intercessions, and thanksgivings be made for all people, for kings and all who are in high positions, that we may lead a peaceful and quiet life, godly and dignified in every way. This is good, and it is pleasing in the sight of our, of God our Savior, who desires all people to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth. And Jeremiah 33.3 says, Call to me, and I will answer you, and I will tell you a great and hidden things that you have not known.
Philippians 4, 6 tells us to do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your request be known to God. So how do we apply this? Now that we have learned how what have learned what Jesus expected of his disciples, we need to focus on accomplishing this task. How we pray, when we pray, and how much time we commit to praying should be answered prior to moving on with life. Prayer is one of the greatest weapons we have, a soldier of Christ. We need to learn how to effectively use this weapon. So I'm going to leave you with about four discussion questions that you can think about over the week. The first one is, how would you characterize your prayer life? The second one is, in what ways can you improve your prayer life? The third one, how much time should you devote to your prayer life? And then the fourth one, who is the greatest example in your life of a prayer warrior and why? I challenge you to think about those four questions over the week. Write them down. Um, make some notes uh, and review them. So our Bible memorization verse this week is Philippians 4, 6. It says, do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Let your requests be known to God. So our prayer request is that you might learn to pray more and focus less on what you really want and focus more on living the life that God desires for you to live and most of all if you've never accepted Jesus as your savior you need to get that taken care of get that resolved if you ever have any questions about salvation about about anything reach out to us here at the ministry and we would love to to sit down and talk with you uh we can text back and forth we can talk on the phone, whatever, ever how you feel comfortable. But that's what we want to do. We want to be here for you guys. So if at any time we can help you, don't hesitate to reach out. Uh, you've got, you can call us, you can text us, you can email us. Um, all of our information is available online, is available on our Facebook page. Um, but yeah, anytime we can help you, don't hesitate to to reach out and we would be glad to talk to you hope you enjoyed uh, this podcast i uh look forward to seeing how god's going to move in the future with this ministry and and everything going on but until next time you guys stay safe god bless y'all take care have a good week